MIT Technology Review. I'm Laurel Ruma, and this is Business Lab, the show that helps business leaders make sense of new technologies coming out of the lab and into the marketplace. Our topic today is building and deploying artificial intelligence with a focus on model ops, governance, and building transparent and fair systems. As AI becomes more complicated, but also integrated into our daily lives, the need to balance governance and innovation is a priority for enterprises. Two words for you, good governance. Today, we are talking with Stephanie Zhang, Managing Director and General Manager of Model Ops, AI and ML Lifecycle Management and Governance at J.P. Morgan Chase. This podcast is produced in association with J.P. Morgan Chase. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me, Laurel. Glad to have you here. So often people think of artificial intelligence as individual technologies or innovations, but could you describe the ecosystem of AI and how it can actually help different parts of the business? Sure, um, I'll start explaining what AI is first. AI, artificial intelligence, is the ability for a computer to think and learn. With AI, computers can do things that are traditionally require human intelligence. AI can process large amounts of data in ways that human cannot. The goal for AI is to be able to do things like recognizing patterns, making decisions, and judging like humans. Um, and AI is not just a single technology or innovation, but rather an ecosystem of different technologies, tools, and techniques that work all together to enable intelligent systems and applications. The AI ecosystem includes technologies such as machine learning, natural language processing, uh, computer vision, robotics, and cognitive computing, among others. And finally, software, the business software that takes the decisions uh, makes the decisions based on the predictive answers out of the models. That's a really great way to set the context for using AI in the enterprise. So how does artificial intelligence help J.P. Morgan Chase build better products and services? At J.P. Morgan Chase, our purpose is to make dreams possible for everyone everywhere and every day. So we aim to be the most respected financial services firm in the world, serving corporations and individuals with exceptional client service, operational excellence, a commitment to integrity, fairness, responsibility, and we're a great place to work with a winning culture. Now, all of these things I've mentioned from the previous questions that you have asked, AI can contribute towards that. So specifically, well, first of all, AI actually is involved in making uh, better products and services from the back office to the uh, front customer facing applications. There's some examples here. For example, I mentioned earlier, improved customer experience. So we use AI to personalize customer experience. Second part is uh, streamline the operations. So behind the scenes, a lot of the uh, AI uh, applications are in the spaces of streamlining um, our operations. And those ranges from client onboarding documents, training our AI-assisted uh, agent, and helping us internally training, all of those things. Third, uh, fraud detection and prevention. As a financial services company, um, we have a lot of 
folks in the office that helps in terms of um, cybersecurity, in terms of uh, credit card fraud det detection and prevention, many of which are done through a large amount of data being analyzed, detecting um, anomaly situations. Um, and then uh, last but not least, trading and investment. It helps our investment managers by providing more information, bring information in the uh, uh, efficient manner, and help recommend uh, certain information and things to look at. Compliance as well. Uh, AI powered tools can also help financial services firms such as ours to comply with regulatory requirement by automating these compliance processes. That's a great explanation, Stephanie. So more specifically, what is model ops and how is it used with AI and then to help the firm innovate? Model ops is a set of um, best practices and tools used to manage the overall life cycle of AI and machine learning models in the production environment. Specifically, it's focused more on the governance side of things, but from a end-to-end -end life cycle management, um, both from the uh, from the very beginning of when uh, you wanted to approach a AI ML project, the intention of the project and the outcome that you desire to have to the model development, to how you process the data, to how you deploy the model and ongoing monitoring uh, of the model to see if the model's performance is still as intended. It's a structured approach to manage the entire life cycle of um, AI models. There's certainly quite a bit to consider here. So specifically, how does that governance that you mentioned earlier play into the development of artificial intelligence across J.P. Morgan Chase and the tools and services being built? So the governance program that we are developing surrounding AI ML not only ensures that the AI ML models are developed in a responsible manner, and trustworthy manner, but also increases the efficiency and innovation in the space. The effective governance would ensure that the models are developed in the right way and deployed in a responsible way as well. Specifically, it involves in establishing the right policies and procedures and controls for the development, testing, deployment, and, and ongoing monitoring AI models so that it ensures the models are developed in compliance with regulatory and ethical standards, and also how we handle data, right? And then on top of that, continuously monitored and updated to reflect the changes in the environment. So as a subset of governance, what role does continuous compliance then play in the process of governance? Continuous compliance is an important part of governance in the deployment of AI models. It involves ongoing monitoring and validation of AI models to ensure that they're compliant with regulatory and ethical standards, as well as use case objectives, right? And the organization's internal policies and procedures. We all know that the AI uh, model development is not like the code software development, where if you don't change the code, nothing really changes. But AI models are driven by data. So the data and environment change that requires us to constantly monitor the model's performance to ensure the model uh, is not drifting out of what we intended. So the continuous compliance requires AI models are constantly being monitored and updated to reflect the changes that we observe right in the environment. It, 
ensure that it still complies to the regulatory requirements. As we know, more and more regulatory uh, rules are coming across the, uh, the world uh, in the space of using data and using AI. And this can be achieved through you know, uh, model monitoring tools, capturing data uh, in real time, providing the alert when the model is out of compliance, and then alerting the developers to do the changes as it requires. But one of the other important thing is not that detecting the changes through the monitoring, but also to establish clear ownership and, and accountability on the compliance. And this can be done through the establishment of a responsibility matrix with governance or oversight boards um, that constantly reviewing these models and, and involves also independent validation of how the model is built and how the model is deployed. So in summary, continuous compliance plays a really important role in the governance of AI models. That's great. Thank you for that detailed explanation. So because you personally specialize in governance, how can enterprises balance both providing safeguards for artificial intelligence and machine learning deployment, but still encourage innovation? So balancing uh, safeguards for AI ML de uh, deployment and encouraging innovation can be really challenging task for the enterprises. It's large scaled and it's changing extremely fast. However, this is critically important to have that balance. Otherwise, uh, what is the point of uh, having the innovation here? There are a few uh, key strategies that can help achieve this balance. Uh, number one, establish clear governance policies and procedures. Um, review and update existing policies where it may not suit AI ML development and deployment. Add new policies and procedures that's needed, uh, such as monitoring and continuous compliance, as I mentioned earlier on. Second, involve all the stakeholders in the AI ML development process. We start from data engineers, the business, the data scientists, also ML engineers who deploy the models in production, model reviewers, right, business uh, stakeholders and risk organizations. And that's what we're focusing on. We're building integrated systems that provide the transparency, automation, and good user experience from beginning to end, right? So all of this would help with um, streamlining the process and bring everyone together. Third, we needed to build system not only allowing this overall workflow, but also captures the data, enables automation. Oftentimes, many of the activity happen in the ML lifecycle process are done through different tools because they reside from different groups of people, you know, different groups and departments. And that results in participants manually share information, review and sign off. So having an integrated system is critical. Uh, four, um, monitor and evaluate the performance AI ML model, as I mentioned earlier, on, uh, is really important because if we don't monitor the models, it will actually have negative effect in terms of uh, from its original intent. And doing this manually will stifle innovation. Model deployment requires automation, right? So having that is key in order to allow your models being developed, deployed in the production environment, actually operating. It's reproducible, it's operating in production, right? It's very, very important. Um, and having well-defined metrics 
to, uh, to, to monitor the models. And that involves infrastructure, model performance itself, as well as data. Um, finally, providing training and education, because it's a group sports, everyone come from different backgrounds and uh, play a different role. Having that cross understanding of the entire life cycle process is really important. And having the education of understanding what is the right data to use, right? And are we using the data correctly for the use cases will prevent us from uh, much later on rejection of the model deployment. Um, so all of these uh, I think are key uh, to balance out the governance and innovation. So there's another topic here to be discussed and you, you touched on it in your answer, which was how does everyone understand the AI process? Could you describe the role of transparency in the AI ML lifecycle from creation to governance to implementation? Sure. Um, so AI ML um, is still um, fairly new. Um, it's still evolving. Um, so, but in general, people have um, settled in a high level uh, process flow that is uh, defining the business problem, uh, acquiring the data and process the data to solve the problem and then build the model, which is model development, um, and then model deployment. But prior to the deployment, we do a review in our company to ensure um, the models are um, developed according to the right um, responsible AI principles. And then ongoing monitoring. Um, when people talk about the role of transparency, it's about not only the ability to capture all the metadata artifacts across the entire life cycle, right? The life cycle events, um, all this metadata needs to be transparent with this timestamp so that people can know when, what happened, right? Um, and that's how we share the information. And having this transparency is so important because it builds trust it ensures fairness. We need to make sure that the right data is used. Um, and it facilitates explainability. There's this thing about models needs to be explained. How does it make decisions, right? And then it helps support the ongoing monitoring. And it can be done in different means. The one thing that we stress very much from the beginning is the understanding what is the AI initiative's goals, the use case goal. And what is the use the intended data use? We review that. What is, how did you process the data? What's the data lineage and the transformation process? What algorithm are being used, right? And what are the ensemble algorithms are being used? And the model specification needs to be documented and spell out what is the limitation of when the model should be used and what is, when it should not be used. Explainability, auditability. Can we actually track, you know, how this model is produced all the way through the lineage, model lineage itself. And also uh, technology um, specifics, such as the infrastructure, uh, the containers in which it's involved, because this actually impacts the model performance, where it's deployed, which uh, business applications is actually consuming the output prediction out of the model, right? And who can access the decisions from the model? So all of these are um, part of the transparency subject. Yeah, it's quite extensive. 
So considering that AI is a fast-changing field with many emerging te technologies like generative AI, how do teams at J.P. Morgan Chase keep abreast of these new inventions while then also choosing when and where to deploy them? The speed of innovation in the technology field is just growing so exponentially fast. Um, of course, AI uh, technology is still emerging and um, uh, it, it's a tr truly a challenging task. Um, however, there's a few things that we can do um, and we are doing uh, to you know, help the teams to keep abreast of these new innovations. Uh, one, um, we build a strong internal knowledge base. We have a lot of talent in JPMC, and the team will continue to build their knowledge uh, base, and uh, different teams evaluate different technologies, and they share their minds. And they we attend conferences, webinars, and uh, industry events, uh, so that's really important. Second, we engage with industry experts, thought leaders, and vendors, um, oftentimes um, Startups has the brightest ideas as what do we you know do with the latest technology, and um, we also are very much involved in educational institutes and researchers as well. Those help us um, learn about the newest development in the field. Um, and then uh, third thing is that we we do a lot of pilot project uh, POCs. Um, we have hackathons in the firm, and so. JP Morgan is a place where um, you know employees and, and everyone from all uh, roles are encouraged to uh, come up with innovative ideas. And the fourth thing is we have a lot of cross-functioning teams that collaborates. Collaboration is where innovation truly emerge. That's where new ideas and new ways of approaching solving a existing problem happen. Right, and different minds start thinking about problems from different angles. Uh, so those are all the amazing things that we benefit from each other. So this is a really great conversation because although you're saying technology is obviously at the crux of what you do, people also play a large part in developing and deploying AI and ML models. So then how do you go about ensuring that people that develop the models and manage the data operate responsibly? This is a topic I'm very passionate about because um, first and foremost, I think um, having a diverse team is always the winning strategy. Um, and particularly in AI ML world, we are using data to solve problems and understanding that bias and be conscious about those things so that we don't you know, get in the trap of uh, unintentionally using data in the wrong way is important. So what that means is that um, there are several ways to promote sort of responsible behaviors because models are built by people. One, we do uh, establish clear policies and guidelines, right? Uh, financial services firms uh, tend to have a strong risk management, and so we're very strong in that uh, sense. However, uh, with the emerging field of AI ML, we are increasing uh, that type of uh, policies and guidelines. And two, very important is provide training and education. Oftentimes, as a uh, data scientist, people are more focused in technology. They're focused in building a model with the, the best performing scores, right? The, the best accuracy, and perhaps are not so well versed in terms of, am I using the right data? Should I be using this data? All of those things, we need to have continued uh, education. 
on that so that people know how to build model uh, responsibly. Then we wanted to foster culture responsibility and uh, within JPMC, there's various groups that have already uh, spun up to talk about this. Responsible AI, ethical AI are major topics here in our firm and um, data privacy, um, ethics, all of these are uh, topics that uh, not only uh, in our uh, training classes, uh, as well as in various employee groups. Um, ensuring transparency. This is where the transparency uh, is important. If people don't know what they're doing and having a different group be able to monitor and review the models being produced, they may not learn uh, what is the right way of doing it. The key is to establish a culture of responsibility and accountability. Um, so where you know everyone involved in the process understand the importance of this responsible behavior uh, in producing AI solutions. Uh, and be held accountable, right, for their actions. So a, a quick follow-up to that important people aspect of artificial intelligence. What are some best practices J.P. Morgan Chase employs to ensure that diversity is being taken into account when both hiring new employees as well as building and then deploying those AI models? So J.P. Morgan Chase is present of over in 100 market around the globe, right? We're actively seeking out diverse candidates throughout the world. 49% um, of our global hires are women, right? 58% of the new US hires are ethnically diverse. So we have been at the forefront and continue to uh, hire uh, diversely. So ensure diverse hiring practice is very important. Second, we need to create diverse teams as well. So diverse teams that includes individuals with diverse background from diverse field, not just you know computer science and AI ML, sociology, um, other fields are also important. And they all bring rich perspectives and creative problem solving techniques. And the other thing, again, I'm going back to this um, which is monitoring and audit AI models for bias. So um, not all the AI uh, models requires uh, bias monitoring. Um, we tier, you know, depending on the use of the models, those uh, do need to get evaluated for it. And therefore, it's important to follow the risk management framework and identify potential issues before they become significant problems. Um, and then ensuring the bias in data and bias in terms of the model development are being detected and through a sufficient amount of test. And finally, foster a culture of inclusivity. So creating a culture of inclusivity um, that values diversity and encourage different perspective can help um, how we develop the models, right? So we hire diverse candidates, we form teams that are diverse, but also we need to constantly reinforce this culture of DEI, right? So that includes establishing training programs, promote com uh, communication. Amongst the communities of AI, uh, ML folks, we talk about how we produce models and how we develop models and what are those things that we should be looking out for. So promoting uh, diversity inclusion in the development and the deployment of AI models require ongoing effort and continuous improvement. And it's really important uh, to ensure that diverse viewpoints are represented throughout the whole process.
Yeah, this has been a really great discussion, Stephanie, but uh, one last question. Much of this technology seems to be emerging so quickly, but how do you envision the future of model ops in the next five years? So over the last few years, the industry has matured from model development to full AI lifecycle management. And now we see technology have evolved from ML platform towards the AI ecosystem, from just making ML work, right, to responsible AI. So in the near future, what I see for the model ops is expected to continue to evolve, right, and become more and more sophisticated as organizations increasingly adopt AI and machine learning technology. And several of the key trends that I've seen uh, that's likely to shape um, the future of model ops include increased automation, right? So as the volume and complexity of AI models continue to grow, automation will become increasingly important in managing the entire model lifecycle. We just can't catch up if we don't automate. So uh, from development to deployment and monitoring, this requires the development of much more advanced tools and platform that can automate many of the tasks, um, currently mostly still performed by human operators. Um, a second thing is that um, a greater focus on explainability and interpretability. Uh, as AI models become more complex and are used um, to make more important decisions, um, there will be increased focus on ensuring that models are explainable and interpretable so that the stakeholders can understand how decisions are made. Right? This will uh, require the development of new techniques and tools for model interpretability. Third, Integration with DevOps, as I mentioned earlier, just make model ML work is no longer enough. Many models being trained are now getting into the production environment. So model ops will continue to integrate with DevOps, enabling the organizations to manage both the software and AI models in a very unified manner. And this will require the development of new tools and platforms to enable that, uh, enable the seamless integration from the AI model development and deployment with the software development and deployment. Um, and then the increased use of cloud-based services as more organizations move their operations to the cloud, there will be increased use of cloud-based services for AI model development and deployment. And this will require uh, new tools again, right? Uh, to integrate seamless with cloud-based infrastructure. So the future of model ops um, is likely to be uh, definitely more uh, automation, increased focus on the explainability and interpretability uh, and tighter integration with DevOps and increased use of cloud. Well, thank you very much, Stephanie, for it's been a fantastic episode of the Business Lab. My pleasure, thank you for having me. Stephanie Zhang, the Managing Director and General Manager of Model Ops, AI, and ML Lifecycle Management and Governance at JPMorgan Chase, who I spoke with from Cambridge, Massachusetts, the home of MIT and MIT Technology Review, overlooking the Charles River. That's it for this episode of Business Lab. I'm your host, Laurel Ruma. I'm the Director of Insights, the Custom Publishing Division of MIT Technology Review. We were founded in 1899 at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And you can also find us in print, on the web, and at events each year around the world. For more information about us and the show, please check out our website at technologyreview.com. This show 
is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll take a moment to rate and review us. Business Lab is a production of MIT Technology Review. This episode was produced by Jiro Studios. Thanks for listening.